0: Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respecting my name, Cap and j Hood.
1: That's right. That's right. We bad.
0: Uh, uh, Follow
2: Cap j Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM One Hundred Point Three HD Two and on ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Now, now. No, no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood Good morning everyone bring them, out, bring, them out. Woo. bring them out 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 bring them out
0: Bring them out 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 Oh jump. Welcome in to the Kaplan J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood, we've got Jake Cantu, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride here on this Tuesday morning. Open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks for keeping the conversation going on this show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago. And Cap, as you well know, right around the corner will be the NFL draft and the Bears. So much conjecture. So much conversation about Justin Fields, you know. What are you and burying the lead for? Uh, I'm sorry? Why would
2: you bury the lead about another Justin take?
0: What do you mean? Shohei Otani's going to be a Cub. Is that breaking news? Or
2: D- Did you hear? Say Suzuki, you yeah. know, the guy I call Roy. Yes. He got robbed of Rookie of the Year. Excuse me? should have been Rookie of the Year. Uh Uh-huh. He's put 20 pounds on. Yeah. And when the media grilled him yesterday in Mesa. The
0: media grilled him, you said, right?
2: Hey. Yeah. Otani's going to be your teammate in the World Baseball Classic. Yes. And he understands a lot more English than he lets on. He's got Uh Nao Masamoto, his uh, translator there, Uh who's a wonderful guy. He's there, but he doesn't really need it. He can... He can handle himself. Otani said yesterday through his agent, he's earned the right to test free agency. Yes. So naturally, the question have you talked to Otani about coming here? Because the Cubs were the runner up when the Angels got him. Sure. Because there was no DH yet, he went to the Angels. He said, Yes, I've invited him to be a Cub. It's over.
0: <laughs> So, hold on a second. So, I'm clear. Through the translator, the translator says that Suzuki has invited Otani to come to Chicago. Correct. I've invited him to be a cup For dinner or to stop by his crib for a few days? No. To play outfield, DH, and be our number one starter. It's over.
2: And the chairman was out there yesterday. I know you've got Jerry the chairman. We've got Tom the chairman. Uh-huh. And the chairman said... Yeah, we've done a really good job at getting resetting our cl- collective balance. Uh, what is it called? The CRT. Yes. The uh, ba- c- CBT, CBT. Cole-
0: Competitive Balance Tax. I don't <laughs> the other if, thing. if Tom has some things about CRT. No. I'd like to hear his thoughts. Yeah. So CBT, <laughs> Competitive the... Balance Tax. I'm one of the few that like to hear his thoughts about CRT. Yes. But go ahead. He said, <laughs> we
2: will go into the luxury tax. When Jed says the time is right, we'll put the hammer down. Uh, We've done it before. We'll do it again. Well, guess what? We got Pete Crow Armstrong. Uh, we got Matt Mervis. We got Kevin Alcantara. We got all these dudes that are there that they signed in the offseason. Cubs signed more free agents than any team in baseball. They went $300 million plus. Michael Fulmer added his deal on yesterday. Pitch out of our pen. Uh, and now Otani. I'm going to get... You know what? Memo to Joe Johnson at Obvious Shirts. Fine sponsor here at the station. Sure. Joe, the newest one has to say, I've invited him. That's all it has to say. I've
0: invited him. I want that shirt today, Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let me just tell you this. If Otani comes to the Cubs, that guy's Daisuke Matsuzaka in a Cubs uniform. I think we've seen the best of him. He comes here, put on that goofy c That'll be the end of Otani. Oh, he's a beast. Yeah. So yeah. hey
2: Otani in yes. a
0: cubby! Yes, in an angel uniform, yes. Come here. Oh, God. Toward the end. And I can't wait. I hope that's the case, Cap. I mean, for you as a Cub fan, as my friend, I hope that Otani's here. I hope that the Cubs sign him to, hmm, what's the going rate these days? About 10 about, for 430. Now, a little higher. How about 13 years? Because in the, in the 10th year, he'll be in the booth. So, how about 13 years in about, I don't know, 700 billion? Because he's worth every dime. Because there's no diminishing returns in Otani after all that tread on the tire with the Angels. I hope he comes here. 12, 13-year deal. Can't trade that deal. You will hit the roof in year five. He will be Japanese Japanese Pujols if he comes here. I can't wait, Cap. Absolutely. Bring him in. This guy is not who I thought he was. I'm just telling you, they need to get rid of him. Oh, no, bring him in. Because Suzuki says, I welcome him. Through an interpreter. You don't know what was really said there. You don't speak Japanese. You don't know what he really said. Yeah, I invited him to dinner. Yeah, I invited him on a trip. Coming in a Cubs uniform, no shot. It is a much more respectful culture than the way you're
2: treating me this morning. Denigrating my thought. (laughs) When says Suzuki says to his WBC World Baseball Classic teammate yeah? Shohei I'm inviting you to be a cup I got to go Oh no, for God's sake He says to his girlfriend <laughs> We're going to Chicago why because I was invited and we don't disrespect oh, Say crank that music up loud bro Shohei uh, look at that oh
0: We're trying to keep listeners <laughs> Show hey Otani, let me just tell you, you sure that this is who you want to break the bank for? Like I'm an Otani fan. He he arguably is the face of baseball for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, he just happens to be playing in Orange County and not the Dodgers, so he's in the second team in town, the White Sox of Los Angeles. He's in the second team in town. That team's not going anywhere anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Pre-Madden, post-Madden, that team wasn't going anywhere. It's funny that you're in, in Orange County. You've got Mike Trout and Otani, and they can't get traction in that city. Point is, though, is that if he comes here, yes, I did see what you saw on the bottom line, that he will more than likely exercise free agency. But just like any other free agent, they have to look at the Cubs and say, if I come here, what, uh, what am I getting? Am I getting, a world, getting close to a World Series championship? Damn right. Oh, really? Oh, we're, we're on the precipice of a run. coming. Thank God he could pitch. If he could just hit, you'd still be in trouble with him. He'll be your frontline starter, of course, number one. Number one starter. And the
2: other four days will give you one day off. And the other three, you're either in the outfield or DHing.
0: That's right, folks. Take a look at this. You've got an Otani. You've got um, uh, Tucker Barnhart. You've got Eric Hosmer. Nico, Ho- Nico Horner. You've got Patrick Wisdom. Dansby Swanson. Ian Happ. Cody Bellinger. Saya Suzuki, Trey Mancini, and then Otani. That sounds good. By that point, Pete Crow Armstrong
2: is a gold-glove caliber center fielder. Uh-huh. Matt Mervis, my guy, is over at first. Okay. Oh, man. Kevin Alcantara, he was breaking windows
0: in BP, mm. hitting them through windshields. Oh, is that what you're hearing? Yes. Okay. All right. How about sp- fans, get ready. Okay. We're back. Saying- all right, so after you spent all that money... You know what you're going to be looking for. You'll be looking for more. Oh, Tani's going to be there with his 13-year contract, and $800 million deal. And so you're going to be saying, so what else are we going to do? And you know what the Cubs are going to say? We spent all the money. Then what? But I'm going to tell them how they can do it for free. Oh, really? You're going to give them some of your salient advice?
2: It's 77 and a half is the over-under in Vegas. Uh huh. Tom needs to load up the family truckster with all the cash. He and Laura and Pete and Todd and... Joe, all of them. Marlene, I think I got all the family members. So all of push them, huh? all of it into the family truckster. Uh huh. I'm going to Vegas next weekend. Just give me the truckster. I'll head right out there. You play the over, over 77 and a half. They're giving out free money in Vegas. Play the over 77 and a half. There it is. Go cash my winnings in as soon as we hit the 78 wins. Yep. There's your Otani
0: fund. Right there. <laughs> okay, you sure this ball club is better than uh, seventy-seven wins? Yes, you sure it is. Yes, as is. Yes. Okay, you saw that, right? I mean, Pakoda's usually never wrong. You did see that, correct? Pakoda picked you guys like eighty wins the year you won the World Series. They're st- they're not the be-all, end-all. Pretty accurate though about last year, and I was we were arguing against it. Yeah, it's not a five hundred ball club. You see that team? Russa's gonna get them ready. The was what? He's out? What? someone's injured again? What happened? We're a 500 ball club. They were pretty they were pretty accurate. They were. You sure now well, Picota's going to be uh, wrong about this? Yeah. So the over 77. I'm sure you've cashed that t- you put that ticket in already?
2: I'm going to next weekend oh in Vegas cuz oh I like God. to have the, the hard ticket on a pick play play like that. Yes. And I understand
0: why. Because he could show people there it, it is. You can dangle it in front of people. I understand that. The Otani Fund. The Otani Fund. I just, but you, I'm just setting it up for you because uh, I can see the future, Cap. I can see the future. I'm just telling you that once you have Otani in place, you're going to wonder well, where else the, is the money going to be allocated, and there won't be any more money. We're going to go back to biblical losses. I gave you a biblical contract. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, because I I know what you're going to say. It's going to be Otani five for five, or Otani gets, you know, a a, a perfect, you know, seven innings pitch, three hits, one run, you know, and and you lose one to nothing. You won't like that. You'll get everything you want from Otani. But what about the rest of them? Word. Our system's loaded. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So, so you now you it's your farm system around Otani because that makes sense. A bunch of young kids around Otani to get to the World Series and and Nico, huh? And Hap and Suzuki. Oh man, you say Hap? He's a Gold Glove All Star. When the Cubs are good, he'll be out. Him and his coffee. He won out. a Gold Glove and went to the All Star game in the Hap. same season. Yep. When the Cubs are good, and I believe that they will be good. In the twenty four season, when that when they will be contending, he won't be part of this team. Ian Happ? Well, I guess I guess you need a backup outfielder. Oh my god. What? He'd start on your club. <laughs> Just a second now. We're already locked in. Locked in. We're fine. Don't worry about us. But then there's Christopher Morell. Don't forget about him. He'll be over third. Yeah, yeah. So so Otani first, Morel second in that lineup. What are you gonna do? I'm hitting Otani third. Oh, third. Like heart of the order. Say is going to hit fourth. Okay. So you, oh, baby. Okay, so you want him to be the uh, the number one starter and third in your lineup. Do you want him to drive in runs for you? Yes. <laughs> what about the more at bat? Don't you want him at the top? Don't you want him to have four or five at bats? At least five? Put him in the, maybe in the two hole. Oh, but maybe. Say in the three. Oh, okay. So now Otani, ladies and gentlemen, a $700 million contact hitter just to get him over. And the number two hole he's saying, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> He's got eight hundred million dollars. He's in the two hole. What is he over there for?
2: Brought to, got to run over. So I was run... telling you, it's a good day to wake up a Cub fan today and go, "Wow, we actually look like we're making moves here. We've got a pretty decent team." Oh, for heaven's sake! And now we hear, I have invited him to be a Cub. <sighs> That quote from Seiya Suzuki.
0: Suzuki over at first base. And here's Otani. Ground ball to uh, first. Runner goes over to second base safely. And Otani's out at first. So Otani did his job getting the runner over for $800 million in the two-hole. It's <laughs> <laughs> the two-hole. I love it. Not the top.
2: Not not cleanup. Two-hole. Such a good question from... Uh, Jorge Castillo of the LA Times. Hmm. I've invited
0: him to join the team. I've been invi- I've invited him. Okay, I'm getting <laughs> that shirt today. Okay, Cubs fans, you ready? You ready for uh, Otani to come to the Cubs? And by the way, don't say it too loudly. Daniel Greenberg will say that you. That's a report. Right? Exactly. Are you sure? David Kaplan's reporting that Shohei Ohtani is coming to the cup. <laughs> just, be, just be careful. Oh, go, go, go. no, for God's sake. Take I'm, that. Okay. All right. All that money, Cap, and then nothing else to show for it. it it'll, be, it'll be Ohtani and Nelson Velasquez. He's on your roster. 312 332 ESPN 332 3776 is our phone number. All right, back to the regular scheduled show. I mean, listen, I, I'm excited. I mean, Cub fans, you should be excited too. Caps is, is believing that maybe Otani will be a Cub. Yeah, and and that'll never happen. Uh, you know what? I Tom Cohen needs to drop in over at Wrigley. Oh, Tom Cohen. Okay. Instead of Steve uh-huh. and the
2: Mets, Tom
0: needs to change his last name to Cohen. Bears, Come on fa- over to the tribe, Tom. <laughs> Come on over to the CRT tribe. Yeah, <laughs> Bears fans, are you worried that the front office is overthinking the number one pick? We'll discuss this coming up next. Cap'n Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Welcome
2: back. Welcome. Welcome back to Cap'n J. Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
0: J. Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000, and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Hope that you're going to have a great day today. Coming up at the top of the hour, we have Shot or No Shot. Also, we'll hear from our guy, Albert Breer, coming at 835, all part of the mix right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. You know, you can't you can't get away from the radio or television without someone talking about the Bears and talking about what they're going to do with that number one pick. Here's some While you were away, Cap, there were some thoughts from Todd McShay. Todd McShay is one of the best guys out there as far as draft analysis good on the college football but also solid on the draft analysis listen to this i want to get your reaction to it his uh this is tom mcshay his thoughts on bryce young who is supposed to be the number one quarterback that's going to be taken in this year's draft is an upgrade over justin fields
3: listen I, personally i would take bryce young if i was chicago I don't think that's going to be the decision that they make. I think they're going to move back and, and take advantage of the fact that you, you have Houston at two, Indianapolis at four. There's a bunch of teams that want to move up. I would do it because I, I would want Bryce Young because I think he's an upgrade over Justin Fields, and I want his rookie contract so I have five years. Why? I think he's special. And, and listen, he's undersized. And that's going to be the whole conversation leading up to the draft. 5'10 and a half is what I was told by an NFL scout who went and measured him in the summer. And when I talked to him before the Mississippi State game, he said, I bulked up to about 193. And he's working with the nutritionist. It's, just, it, it's not normal for his frame to be over 200, but I think he's going to get there. So the biggest concern is, can he stay durable and healthy throughout his career? But I think he's a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes.
0: What do you think of that, sir? Who? You heard what he said. Who is he a smaller version of? Bryce Young is an undersized Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I'm a smaller version of LeBron. I mean... See what I mean? See what I mean? You, this, this is the problem... This is a longer conversation, but just just briefly, this is the problem with our sports talk and sports analysis. Bryce Young is an undersized Patrick Mahomes. You realize Patrick Mahomes is a top five quarterback all time now, based on and the arrows pointing up for him? Correct. He's the hottest if he was an album, he'd be the hottest album out there that's gonna be at the top of the charts at some point. He's the Beatles. Right now. Right now. Think about it. But he's the undersized Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so let's unpack the first thing. Todd McShay, this is while you were on vacation. Todd McShay says that Young is upgrade over Justin Fields. In what world? Outside of you wanting to just reset the clock, why do you think it's best to start over with Bryce Young? i got to stand up here in the Texans. Bears? You already have the quarterback in place. So why would you do that? He thinks he's a better thrower, from what I've heard. It's, so, I mean... Once again, I will stand here and tell you that what we saw from Justin Fields, to me, is not the end-all. I don't. What I'm saying is, is that what we saw uh, this past season, I believe that there's more development and more growth. What we saw last season is not exactly everything that Justin Fields is, to me. How do you know if you don't have good weapons to throw to or an offensive line to protect you? How do you know that this is all you'll get from Justin Fields? Well, the
2: thing is that, People saw how the Bears started scoring points, that Justin was using his legs. Yep. Because his team sucks. Go back to Ohio State. Please, just do a little research before you just shoot, ready, shoot, aim. Mm -hmm. Please go back and watch any of the highlights you can find on social media of his time at Ohio State. He was not a running quarterback. quarterback. You get out of here, T.O., He's not a running quarterback at Ohio State. He was a thrower, but he had a hell of an offensive line. He had Jeremy Ruckert at tight end. He's in the NFL. He had Chris Olave. He had Garrett Wilson. He had, um, who's the other wide receiver? He had another great wide receiver. Mm -hmm. Slips my mind. So he's got all this NFL talent and Iron Gate offensive line in front of him, and he did his processing, made his throws, put that type of talent like Jalen Hurts has, you're going to get the same type of result.
0: Hang on to the guy you have. But, but, and then McShay goes on to say, well, you've got to have Bryce Young because he's just an undersized Mahomes. So, so what does that mean? Does that mean that he's got the vision to go down the field? We had Abdallah in here for a crosstalk. Abdallah is an ardent Alabama fan, yes. but but also fair when his, when his college football analysis. He hosts a college football show at Black, so he's got to be able to call it down the middle you know, again, with him being an Alabama fan. He doesn't see that. If anybody was would be able to, you know, blow the horn for Bryce Young, it would be Abdallah. He's not even doing that. He said, no, nah, I don't see that. I don't see that. He doesn't see it for the Bears either. He would know, right? I mean, if, and he said, no, nah, I don't see that from Bryce Young. Like, if you told
2: me Trevor Lawrence was at the top of this draft, he's not, obviously. He plays for Jacksonville. Sure. If Trevor Lawrence, who... Coming out was the clear number one guy. If Trevor Lawrence was a in this draft class, and you said, "You know what? I really like him. He's more of a classic pocket passer. He's six foot five or whatever he is." We're going to trade the pick. I mean, trade Justin, and we're going to take him. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a discussion worth having. Joe Burrow was at the top of the draft. Yep, that's a discussion worth having. Mm-hmm. A 5'10 kid from Alabama, and I'm not telling you he's not a good player. 5'10? Right. You think he's going to last in this violent
0: NFL? Well, Cap, as you well know, talent evaluators that, that watch football, that watch film, when it comes to quarterback position, that quarterback has to look to position. And you know what I mean. It's how much size, the ability to go down the field, lead, can run with the football. That's what's needed today. If you don't look like the part, you may not be the part. That's why so many people fell in love with Justin Herbert. 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, right? He's got the size. Big arm. So last time we saw something like that, was either like Ben Roethlisberger or like Dan McGuire. Dan McGuire is like 6'8", as you remember, right? Right. But, you, but in the same thing with Glennon. Why does Glennon continue to get jobs? Because he's tall. His neck is... is it's like the giraffe. Is, they yeah, him. it's like you know, six, is, is six inches tall, <laughs> right? Because he looks the part. And same thing, this is the reason why I cast aspersions on guys like Kyler Murray, because he doesn't look the part, because he does not play the position accurately. He's one speed, and that's run. And so when it comes to a guy like uh, Bryce Young, yeah, he could develop, but I'm just telling you that I'd rather have Justin Fields at 6'1", 6'2", that looks the part and plays the part, I not say extremely well, but understands the system. Runs with the football. We saw him go down the field. But, again, that just scratches the surface of what he could be. Justin is 6'2 half, two hundred and thirty 230
2: pounds. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Yeah. And he runs well. Throws well. He took that uh, mental aptitude test that 6,000 athletes have taken, men and women. Mm-hmm. And he scored in the top five. Top five! Not a surprise. He's a very sharp kid, and he is loved up in that room his his teammates they said 2 days after the season Eburfloo gave them a few weeks off take some time let your body 2 days later they said he's in the weight room just soaked into what are you doing you got time nope i got to get this body right i'm banged up from the season i got to get this body stronger you love that love that this guy's got that type of work ethic Patrick Mahomes is 6'2" 225 I'm supposed to take a guy who's 5'10" 190
0: and give up the guy I got? No thanks. I'm keeping Justin Fields. Right. And uh, again, whatever you want to do with the draft, if you want to go down and get more picks and however you want to do that, that's fine. But Justin Fields is not part of the conversation for me uh, if I'm Ryan Poulton. And, and again, we're not telling you that Fields is the finished product. People hear what they want to hear on the show, and that's fine as long as you listen, at least try to. What I'm telling you is that you, you have a quarterback in place, mold and shape him. I saw someone on on social media give the one loss record for Justin Fields, like he's some starting pitcher. One loss record. Have you seen the team? Correct. Have, have, have an op, have an idea. Have a clue that that one loss record, if you if you look at that for quarterbacks, is predicated on a team that's not very good. So are they,
2: that same person then, who wrote that, saying if you dropped Chad Henney, who just retired, yes, in as the starting quarterback in Kansas City because Patrick Mahomes was unavailable. And he went, I don't know, 12-5. and five. Yeah. He must be a hell of a player, man. He's got a winning record. He's won 12 games. No, he's got the best team in front of him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that helps. It's right?
2: such, such a dumb stat.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so And I know that, that Jake and Jay Moore were talking to us before the show about this particular pick that the Bears have and whether or not the front office is overthinking it. Well, I hope that they are overthinking it. I hope that they're going through and picking up the phone and talking to people and finding out what they want. Of course, I'm sure, they, I'm sure Poles has got a lot of calls and a lot of people asking, so what's it going to take to get that number one pick? I hope they he's taking every call and considering everything for that number one pick. I have a guy in, in, in mind in Carter who I think it can be a difference maker for a decade, but maybe Poles sees something different and says, I will get more picks, and I'll go down and I'll give you the number one pick, and I'll go down and get more. That very well could be the case. But the question that Cap and I want to ask you, and Jake, let's open the phone lines, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. So, Bears fans, are you worried that the front office is overthinking the number one pick? You've heard uh, Cap and I talk about Justin Fields versus Bryce Young and who we'd rather have. But do you think that the front office is overthinking this number one pick? And that is that a good thing? So let's talk about that with you, Captain Jay Hood. Weekday mornings, 7 to 10. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Chicago's zone. Patrick Beverly is finalizing a deal with the Chicago Bulls. Beverly was waived by the Magic on February 12th after reaching a buyout agreement. The White Sox agreed to terms on a one-year deal with Elvis Andrews. The two-time All-Star with the White Sox is expected to play second base for the first time. Illinois, ILL, INI, they defeated Minnesota 78-69. Patrick Kane and the Blackhawks host Vegas. That's going to be tonight at the United Center. 7.30 puck drop. Jay Moore.
2: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back. On ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports.
0: captain Hood, morning show on espn 1000 and we're streaming on the espn chicago app on the ride in we're with you till 10 o'clock and then we'll hand it over to uh greenie from 10 to noon right here on chicago's home for sports espn 1000 we're talking to you about uh the bears are you worried that the front office is overthinking the number one pick and also you heard from Todd mcshay for some of you you might have heard for the first time thinking that bryce young uh, supposed to be the number one quarterback taken in this year's draft is an upgrade over Justin Fields. So your thoughts on both 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. I right, let's go to the phone lines, Cap. Here we go. We will say hello to Chris and Bartlett. He leads us off here on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. What's up, I Sparkles? To, yeah,
1: I'm doing good, man. Hey, I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this nonsense uh, regarding trading Justin Fields. I'll give you a little bit of perspective. My son is graduating from Ohio State in May. All right. So I've literally watched every game that uh, Justin Fields has played. And, Cap, you're absolutely right. Uh, he is a pocket passer. If you give him those weapons, uh, he can definitely throw the rock. But I just wanted to get your perspective on whether or not polls should be trying to create a narrative that potentially we're interested in trading Justin Deals. Just kind of get it out there, put it out in the ether so that other teams start getting nervous thinking that we're going to take this coveted Bryce Young
0: with the number one pick. Chris, we appreciate a telephone call. You know, I don't know if it's polls that's feeding the media with this because they don't need to be fed. They will get on get up. And they'll get on all these talk shows and start talking about it all to themselves. It's a the number one pick. It happens every year. But with the Bears, it's special. First time since nineteen forty seven. I mean, look, the conjecture's out there, but Poles still ultimately gonna make the decision, right, Cap? I mean, that's what it comes down to. I, I don't think it's polls saying, Hey, Rappaport, put this out here. No, thinking about shipping. No it, way. You know? That's A. B,
2: he does not need the media to do this work for him. Mm-hmm. These guys don't listen to what we say to the degree people think they do. I don't believe that the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders getting his coffee this morning. What? Poles is thinking of trading. Pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. These guys do their own analysis. It's like around the trade deadline, a guy will go out and throw a complete game. Oh, his trade value just went up. No. The scouts have their reports done for a long, long time. They do not change like we do as fans and media members. They don't. Right. So I think the guy in Vegas calls Ryan Poles. All right, what are you going to do? Do you want to trade fields? I'm interested. Are you going to trade the pick? I'm interested. Let's talk. And they make a deal if that works.
0: Here's a question for you uh, along those lines, though. Thanks for that call. In 2023, and we know how it's been five or ten years ago because we've both been in locker rooms where you could see the manager's locker room or the coach's locker room. You can see all these clips, you know, stapled by the PR, Sun-Times, Tribune, Daily Herald, Southtown, right? Defender. All the papers are out there on mm-hmm. front of them, right? All the clips. Is that the case in 2023? Do you think general managers still get those newspaper clippings? They do. They, I mean, they get a, a, a packet,
2: Yeah, like at spring training, or if they're on the road. At home, not as much. But if there's an interesting story, if somebody wrote something in the Sun-Times, Jed would probably know it, or Rick, huh? Yeah. But, like, Jason Carr, the media relations director of the Cubs, yeah, or Scott Reifert, Bob Begtall at the White Sox, they will walk up. And say, Rossi, can I see you for a second? Hey, just so you're not blindsided, you see the Sun Times this morning? No, I didn't. I was running the kids to school, and then I got right here to the bar. Yeah. Okay. Here's what so and so wrote. What? Okay, I'll address it when I talk to the media. Do polls? You think polls gets that too? Yes. Brandon Faber yeah. is as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. They walk up and say, hey. Here's what they were talking about this morning on the radio, that there's this speculation. on You might want to address this one. Yeah. They don't react to every rumor,
0: yeah. or they would never get anything done. I was just wondering, because the reason why I asked that in 2023 versus five or ten years ago is because there's so much misinformation out there. Correct. Or just, or, I won't say misinformation, Cap. I'll just say a lot of rumor and innuendo. And it's like how much of that can you really address? I mean, if your polls, you might get those clips every morning and it's like, We're not doing any of these things. You don't have to send me these things. Well we know what we're doing. There you know very well said. Yeah. Let me show you how
2: tell you how bad. People out there who are in their cars or wherever they're at right now, how bad some of the newsrooms are in the media. How embarrassingly bad. Yep. Some jackaloon in his basement who has a blog that's followed by two people yep. will put out a tweet. Today, hey, the Bears are thinking of trading Justin Fields to the Tennessee Titans for six number one picks. Yeah. Some jackaloon makes that up in his basement. Sure. You will have stations around the country immediately. Okay, get a reporter, get that guy on. Let's. I'm telling you. I know. I've seen it. How many meetings I've been in where I'm not doing that? I'm not putting that guy on. I've got no credibility. Right. Right. But you have to make the call. I remember calling, whether it was Theo, Rick Hunt. Hey, man, sorry for bothering you at 11 o'clock at night. I'm just doing my job. Is there any truth that you're trading two prospects from Class A for Otani and Trout? No. Okay. Leave me alone.
0: Okay, no problem. Okay, Rick, thanks. Yeah. That's happened. Yeah. That, that, is, a, that is an issue today. There's, yeah. there's no doubt. Someone writes something, and all of a sudden, okay, maybe it is. people, people will pick it up. And another blog, and then another site, another site, and all of a sudden becomes truth. When it's not truth, it's false. That's it. Uh, Brian is in South Bend, Indiana on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J-Hood. Hey, Brian.
1: Hey, guys. How you guys doing today? We're
0: doing awesome, man.
1: Hey, Cap, I've called in before. I'm in South Bend, but I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. Like that previous caller, I've watched all of Justin Fields at Ohio State. Absolutely a throwing quarterback. To build on your point... Yes, he had Jeremy Ruckert. He had Chris Alave. He had Garrett Wilson. He had Jackson Smith and Jigba. And up until his last year when he transferred to Alabama, he had Jamison Williams. You drop any one of those receivers on the Bears right now, and that's a number one receiver. Correct. It's the best
2: we have. Correct. Hands
1: hands down. So, so to build on that, we get, get the, get some blocking for the kid. Get some deep, some guys on the defensive side of the ball in free agency. And use those draft picks or build on those draft picks and get some playmakers and build around it.
0: You know what, what look, you know what kills me, Brian, and we appreciate Great the stuff, call. Great stuff, Brian. The reason the thing that kills me is is that there are some that can't see the forest with for the trees, meaning this past season and understanding what Poles is trying to do. Look at the look at the roster. Unless unless Poles is the worst general manager in the National Football League there's no other reason why to put that team out there the way he did. He did that for several reasons. One, he wanted to test the medal of Justin Fields. Hey, man, we're not going to give you the top of the top at the wide receiver spot. Let's see if you can make a Smith-Marset. Let's see if you can make a St. Brown. You're going to try to have to win with less. He set it up to fail. He set it up to tank to be the worst team in the National Football League. And congratulations. But for those that are supposed to know football, for them to look at Justin Fields and say, well, I've seen enough. Three and fourteen. That guy sucks. The team sucks. Correct. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point was, here. But a lot of people don't see. I mean, people that are make, making way more money than you, you and I, got a lot more television exposure. That's writing a lot more articles. Cannot understand what the Bears were doing this past season. You not? You not see a tank when you? You don't not know a tank when you see one. When you take a dead cap hit of what was it,
2: sixty-four million dollars? Yeah. On Khalil Mack. You took a $64 million hit on your books all in one year so that you could have him play for the L.A. Chargers. Robert Quinn, you traded him to the Philadelphia Eagles. You let James Daniels walk and be a really good player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And on and on Alan
0: Robinson. Sure. You let him walk to the Rams. Which is a good move in hindsight. Correct.
2: But on and on and on. They did not go out and try and add talent. Why? Because he was trying to tear this thing all the way down and then build it back up in his image. That's what he wants.
0: Yeah. And, and, and for Justin Just be Fields. Good at it. And Justin Fields survived, Cap. Got an injury, but he survived that whole situation. Hopefully he doesn't have to go through that again this upcoming season. That type of brutal beating that he had under center running for his life because he didn't have weapons and the adjustment in midstream for the bears after that washington game is was like okay we, you're gonna get killed if you don't move out around in the pocket so hats off to the uh, coaching staff for the bears to get him moving around in the pocket good for him, good for them they still lost but that was by design correct hello correct ding dong hello well said 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our phone number bears fans are you worried that the front office is overthinking the number one pick more of your phone calls on the Bears. Getting your thoughts on that. Don't forget, we got Shot or No Shot at 8 o'clock. All part of the mix on ESPN 1000. Also on 100.3 FM HD2. Follow Chicago's
2: Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Kevin and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago.
0: captain jay hood morning show here on espn 1000 and streaming on the espn chicago app that same espn chicago app in which you can find white Sox weekly with connor mcknight needs some socks coverage you can get it right there on the espn chicago app just click white Sox weekly on the espn chicago app we got shot all no shot coming your way at eight o'clock 312-332 espn is our phone number there he is it's joey g from melrose park good morning joey what's up joey Good morning, guys. How are you? How you doing, Dad? How you doing, son? How you doing? I'm good, thank you, Dad.
1: How you doing? All right. How you doing? Okay. Is it possible that polls get so many offers
0: that he could make a confused decision? Sure. Absolutely. You can you can dumb yourself out of the room. I'm hoping that the Bears do not, though. You have the number one pick. You have the world by the tail with that number one pick. Yes. Do what's best. Correct. Get, the world get, is your oyster. Get, get the best player at that number one or find a way to get more. All we know is that, Joey, everyone knows the Bears need a lot. A lot. Oh, There's no question. Absolutely.
1: and it's Ohio State days, the kid's got a cannon. I'm tired about he's gotta be a pocket passer. He is a pocket passer. Our team stunk for this kid
0: mm-hmm.
1: last year. So protection is is what he needs. It he, he's not no dummy. He's a smart kid. He's you know, if they trade him it's gonna be very disappointing. But Camp, I have one more thing before I get cut up what was your scenario about trying to get marvin harrison junior how, how how would they get that
2: so he's not in this year's draft he's in next right. year's draft so uh, if they trade back i want future draft capital i'm not as like over the top as other oh, we got to get this thing turned around right away and win 10 games no you're not going to win 10 games next year i don't believe so, I want to build it the right way, but I want any trade down. I have a future number one pick so that next year I've got my pick and another one, and I can package that up if I, if neither of them are high enough. I want Marvin Harrison Jr. next year. That guy and is.
1: Justin, and a Justin's future still on Hall the team, Famer.
2: right? Yeah, Justin's still on the team. Absolutely. Okay. I'd say, yeah, that,
1: that, I, I would go that route. Mm-hmm. Cause like, again, like you said, I, you know. There's no way we're going 10, 11, 12, 12-whatever 12 wins. Agreed. But I don't oh, see agreed. it. Have a you great know, if we day. To, if we upgrade to six, six, seven wins, okay, we made progression.
0: That's yeah. it. That's it, that There's nothing wrong with that. Have a great day, Joey. Joey G with the telephone call. Leaves line over for you, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Cap. Uh, Sidebar approach. Yes, brought to you by Incan Law. 312, 6 million for the
2: great Howard Angus. Sign my ball. I know you've got your uh, your touchpad there. Yes, right here in front of you. Yeah. Best thing I did was go paperless in twenty twenty three. Got a new iPad. Mm-hmm. Got the Apple Pen, and everything's right there.
0: Love it. I can't do that. You know, I, Why? I mean, I could. I just you have, should. Well, I mean, I, there, if there's no yellow pad, there's no show. I might as well just sit here with the mic off. I've I've, got a yellow pad. It just happens to be electronic. (laughs) I understand that. I gotta have a yellow pad. I I need a good pen from the Marriott Mm -hmm. because they have the do they have the best pens? They have great pens. It's the best pen. When I get into the when I'm on the road for UIC, if we're at a Marriott, right? Let me check the uh, bedside table. Ah, pen.
2: It's the maroon and silver pen. It's
0: the best pen. Awesome. Oh, it's the best pen. Yep. Um, So. I want you to put on your pad here. And if you're driving, just think about this word, okay? All right. It starts, the first word starts with the letter F. Mm -hmm. So F-R-E-blank-H. First word, F-R-E-blank-H. F-R-E-blank-H. H. H. Next word is tropical, T-R-O-P-I-C-A-L, tropical. That's Mm -hmm. the second word, right? Mm -hmm. Third word is fruit, Mm F-R-U-I-T. Okay. Now, I I left a blank in that first word. Yeah. So if I say F E R F E F R E blank H, Uh what's the missing letter?
2: Well, since I'm not thinking of Louis Free, the former head of the FBI, I would have to go with an S for fresh. Okay.
0: So that would have fresh tropical fruit, correct? Correct. All right. Let's see what happened on the Wheel of Fortune.
1: Yes, there is an H. Solve it or spin it or? But do something quickly. Um, I'll spin it. Okay. Okay. What letter for you?
0: I'll go with a G.
1: Uh, Juliana, it's your turn. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Fresh, tropical, fruit. Yeah.
2: You've got to be kidding. You know kidding. when that happens
1: when you're sitting at home, you're saying, how in the world can that? But, you know, sometimes it's a word that just doesn't want to come into focus for you.
2: So she had F-R-E blank H, tropical and fruit.
0: She just needed the S. Jay Moore. Give me a G. Jay Moore. Uh, explain something to me. I need you to explain something to me. How come she does not understand the word fresh? How does that happen? How, how, do you, how are you contesting on Wheel of Fortune and do not recognize what's in front of you? F R E blank H and not come up with fresh? How does There's that happen? There's no G in fresh. <laughs> Fred Frank tropical fruit really wow I mean how does that happen besides you just freezing on live TV a little nervous overthinking cap but she can't be that nervous because she's already gone Bruh. through
2: all the other letters like it's not the first letter of the first game
0: bro how does that happen how do you not see that spread now this is the second time in like a couple of weeks that we've done this on on Wheel of Fortune, where even like Pat Sajak's like, I sometimes just didn't come in the focus. No, just dumb. Come on, man. Stage lights are a little too bright for her. Frag, tropical fruit. You ever get that at the grocers? At the jewels? Excuse me, you ever hear the frag tropical fruit? (laughs) Coming up, Cap, coming up. (laughs) The jewels. Come on, man. You're right there on the precipice of solving the puzzle, food and drink, and then you give, you give us a G in fresh. That is un- unbelievable. You wouldn't have done that. No. Nobody would have done that in a million years. But no. this, happ- this happens a little bit too often, though. <laughs> wow. This is the second time we've done this, like, you know, this year, where someone could not come up with it.
2: By the way, the Sumo Oranges are out right now. Oh, did you bring me some? I will bring you some tomorrow. Yes. Oh, you're
0: not here to... Yeah, you bring it to me. Yeah, I'll bring it to yeah, bring it to me anyway.
2: Uh, the, the Sumo Oranges are only out for about an eight-week period a mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. They're the greatest orange ever. No seeds, easy to peel, sweet and delicious. I'll bring you some.
3: Fresh
0: tropical fruit? That is a correct answer, Jay Moore. Yeah, yeah see, there's a winner right there. <laughs> there's a winner. Jay Moore's got the money. There you go. Frag tropical fruit. And there you have it, folks. Wow. You can, I would get it at the Whole Foods, but they closed the one in Inglewood. Coming up in two minutes, we'll have Shot or No Shot on Chicago's Home for Sports.
3: <laughs>